0: with sound all right what's up everyone welcome back to watch with sound my name is josh landicho and with me is carmela ocampo and on today's episode we'll be doing the new film free guy directed by sean levy starring ryan reynolds jody comer little ray horry Karsh abudkar Joe Kiri and Taika Waititi. Um, this is a fairly new film so Carmela before we get into the meat and potatoes of this film what were your expectations your preconceived context your opinion whatever <laughs> before you actually watched the film how did you feel about it before going into it?
1: So I feel like me and many of people have seen like the trailer for this movie since basically 2019 um and i think it was supposed to be released in 2020 but obviously pushed back because of the pandemic um so we have basically been seeing trailers for this movie for two years now (laughs) um and it's becoming it's become this like joke on the internet namely like twitter that like people have seen this trailer so much they've gotten sick of it and like don't really want to watch the movie and are turned off by it, um, I wasn't really one of those people, because I, like, didn't really care that I saw it that often, um, but, yeah, I, I thought the premise for this movie looked like a very, you know, wholesome, fun, family-friendly movie type of thing, but, like, mixed in with today's, like, interests of, like, gaming and, like, AI, um, So, my expectations were, like, pretty much on that level of, like, a family type of movie level, Um, and, yeah, I mean, I didn't, like, hate this movie, like, before it came out or anything, so, yeah, I was pretty neutral about it, Um, but, yeah, what about you, Josh? Did, like, the repeat trailers bother you, or were you, like, whatever also?
0: Um, I I do remember seeing the trailers pretty often, but not as often as, like, I remember. I think I saw it, like way back when and then a couple sprinkles throughout the year even when I was back in theaters but for the most part I feel like I haven't seen this trailer that much. Um, I've seen a lot of marketing for it and a lot of talk about it yeah but like I i feel like I didn't see the trailer that much um but for my sort of opinion before watching the film I thought it was the same thing as you like sort of this like family fun clean, um relatable movie, you know it's about video games. It's about you know someone like realizing that he's an NPC and like becoming smarter and everything in that sense. um the trailer looks fine. I was like on the f- like in the middle of like wanting to watch it, kind of not wanting to watch it just because it's in that realm of being like a family friendly family movie kind of a thing and falling into that sort of style and trope of that um but then like I was just I was just sort of in the middle and i re- i saw that like a lot of like the people that i watch on youtube like pokimane jacksepticeye and like other people like ninja and stuff like that were in the film i was like oh that's pretty cool like i kind of can't wait then if that was the case that like people that i watch on youtube are not in the movie that sounds kind of cool um and also i'm not a huge hater of ryan Reynolds. he's fine in my book he's all right until he does something of course wrong he <laughs> will probably change <laughs> um but then i also saw another trailer i don't know if you've seen this one there's another trailer of um a free guy where it shows like a buff ryan reynolds and he's talking about like his lifestyle and then like he like also he he, like talks about like oh but i know i can't fit in the deadpool anymore and like he lifts it up which i thought was kind of cool that they like were able to get the rights to show that and also just to talk about it um pretty funny and i was like oh wow okay they're getting pretty meta here pretty uh pretty comedic um and then i also then saw like the movie posters and stuff like that like where they sort of rip off and sort of like copy the style of different games like animal crossing doom minecraft gta all those movies and like i thought it was really fun um so like closer to like the it, i started to get more excited i started to be like more open to watching the film and and accepting it more um but yeah and, and then altogether like i was just sort of like yeah let's watch it like okay yeah yeah, yeah. i'm uh, i'm on the boat i'm on the boat now um so with that um we're gonna get into the actual movie so if you haven't watched this film free guy it's uh fairly new um it's in theaters i'm not sure if it's in any streaming services yet um but this is your warning your spoiler warning um we're gonna get into the movie so if you haven't watched the film yet and want to watch it go watch it come back listen to us if you want to spoil it for whatever reason for yourself go ahead not your father not your mother not your guardian not your nanny so whatever you want to do go ahead and do it it's a free country am i right america (laughs) um so with that Carmela, do you want to give a little plot summary of the film
1: A bank teller falls in love with a woman he sees one day, but suddenly discovers he is actually an NPC in a video game. When his world is doomed to be deleted, Guy decides to become the hero of his own story.
0: Whoa! His own story! (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess with the plot summary and everything and getting the spoiler warning out of the way, Carmela, what is your actual opinion, your impression Takeaways of the movie Free Guy.
1: I thought it was pretty fun. Um, like I expected, it was pretty wholesome. It is definitely like a family friendly movie um, geared towards like you know, a primary audience of like you know kids and like kids who like watch streamers and like games. Um, and like to me, like I think this movie was actually a pretty high concept, quote unquote. Um, in terms of, like, you know, it being about a video game and then there's some st- some stuff with, like, the plot involving, like, code and, like, you'd have to, like, pretty much kind of know, like, what they're talking about to follow, like, the plot maybe and, like, the twists and turns. Um, but I feel like in our generation and the generation, like, um, after us, we, like, totally get this because we grew up in like this internet age in this age with like gaming and AI um and I feel like 10 years ago this premise would have been like revolutionary you know and I feel like you know with movies like Ready Player One and our general like present knowledge of tech and gaming the virt- a virtual world like in the movie feels like closer to reality than it has ever been before um so yeah, there's like hi, like concepts like that involved in the movie, which I thought was fun that they played with that. And I think that they like played with it in a very entertaining way. I think Ryan, Ryan Reynolds was like great for this role, to be honest. I think he actually really enjoyed making this movie, or as far as I could tell. Um, but yeah, what did you think of the movie? What was your like very general impression of like the concept, I guess?
0: Um, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a pretty good film. Um it was very much like a family-friendly, family-style movie. Um they really kept it to a certain level of fun- like comedy, of course, like not getting into like too sexual, too violent, whatever. Um it was pretty fun. It was pretty uh pretty entertaining. Um and I think it'll I'm I th- I'm assuming it's doing well with most families and most like general releases and stuff like that. Um but essentially like when I was watching it and seeing other like videos and people's opinions on it essentially it was like a truman show meeting like a ready player one kind of a thing of like of, a, of like a truman show meeting like a digital age and having someone we're watching realize that they're in a world that's like made for them in a sense um and i totally agree that you're right that like this concept of a movie really does relate to our level and below essentially that you have these concepts of like npcs you have these concepts of coding and video and how video games work and and stuff like that like I feel like people like my parents wouldn't essentially get it um even though like a lot of the times in the movie they did sort of explain small things here and there about like NPCs like stash houses and and coding and and how those things sort of operate operate but I feel like even with that I feel like someone like my parents and above in that sort of age range they wouldn't really get this sort of movie um but yeah I think um that's sort of where i felt with the film so yeah i feel like this movie was like a perfect placement for my generation generation before that just because like they really focused on gaming and focused on the sort of digital age not to mention they tapped into like youtubers of our age and uh, previous ages like jacksepticeye pokemon ninja i think like dr lupo i don't know if he was in there i don't remember um but yeah they it sort of tapped into that sort of that that audience and and really hit that target i i think for me and especially if like your parent bringing your kid in like you somewhat have that sort of idea of what this movie is about like about games and npcs i think it's like a good good group of of audiences that it sort of bring in um not to mention too it like it is like a family film but it also just like touches upon certain things that like are very very much meta in that sense of like Human, human development, AI and development, and having feelings, even though you're not a real person, and and that sort of concept within the the film, it really touched upon certain aspects of like a film that wouldn't really touch upon, but at the same time, it still has that family film trope of like not totally expanding on it. You know, like it had that issue, like it had that idea of AI, had that idea of like pushing that idea forward but it was in that family realm of like we're not gonna talk about it too much because then it becomes like a philosophical film and we don't want to do that we want to like make kids laugh essentially and like i don't know it's, it's so interesting that like when we talk about things like movies and the oscars how they have how a lot of the movies that win have a sort of like um a social issue but they don't touch upon it they kind of say neutral it, it kind of felt like that with this film of like trying to stay in the realm of being family friendly in that sense of like they have a, a something they could expand on, but they just keep, keep it like plateau, you know? I don't know. What do you think?
1: I mean, yeah, I, I totally agree. It's like the movie kind of played out in a way where it was kind of realistic, though, because like in reality, I feel like a corporation wouldn't really care about you know being the first people to discover to like invent AI or something they'd be like oh I just want money kind of thing so it like to me that sort of like the way it played out made sense but on the other hand yeah you're totally right like of course like a family-friendly movie could not expand on the philosophical like deep like thoughts about how you know the meaning of what it means to be real like what the yeah exactly and I, like, <laughs> life and death like, and like crazy. what's real and what's yeah. not real like
0: imagine that like, like, it just goes into person? that are room. my feelings <laughs> real? yeah exactly yeah.
1: <laughs> um so yeah like i mean obviously we totally get why they didn't do that but i like how you compared it to the oscar movies because the oscar movies should do that they like they just don't have the guts to they're not family friendly movies they like should push that stuff um but yeah very interesting how this was a very deep premise wrapped inside of a like family friendly like tortilla wrap or something not to
0: mention too like i think it was almost going to touch upon like um the workplace in these sort of environments of gaming environments of you know oh, yeah, crunch yeah, time yeah the toxicity in yeah. working environments i thought they're gonna expand on that more but it was like like they dipped their little bitty toes in like just a little bit and came back out because like it like in all honesty like a lot of these game studios a lot of people that um, work there are having a lot of complaints about crunch time about unhealthy work environments sexual harassments and this list of things honestly about working at famous studios like look at blizzard look at activision look at like you know the same studio that made cyberpunk and like the same studio that made fallout like all but Be- bethesda um all these places that are really famous that make these AAA games whenever they release these games there's like a plethora of complaints and like it th- this movie almost ha- touched upon it like they did touch upon somewhat of a crunch time like how Taco atiti's character is just like oh release it now and they're just like well we're not done with it yet yeah, we're still doing things from this one and like they're they were commenting it on like a like a very very surface level they could have like again went more deep into it even if it is a family movie they could have went into some sort of case in which like it, it became more serious it became more of a talking point in the film um, but yeah, I feel like it didn't dive deep into it. I felt like it was just, like, Taika is the bad guy and that's it. It's not the whole company, you know? Like, we look at these gaming studios, like Activision, Bethesda, CD, Project Reg, like, they all have, like, the same thing happen in each time of, like, they they push their employees too hard. They push these, like, crazy release dates, these crazy deadlines, and not to mention in Activision uh, Blizzard's case, they have these insane sexual harassments and like they have these like terrible terrible people working at the top and it's not just like one person it's like a whole board of them like a whole senior board of them that are are, like acting like maniacs and stuff like that it's just like weird that they like sort of touched upon a little bit but they didn't actually go into it it was really weird
1: (laughs) yeah it's crazy how like um of course this movie was like written and shot like years ago where you know all of those um allegations and the class action suit didn't come out about like the sexual harassment um and I guess like I don't know if that affected like really anyone's opinion of this movie because of those things and like you said it depicted like a very unrealistic like version of the workplace where it was like a parody of it almost it it was like like they know it's like this but they have made it funny kind of thing they were like oh it's like so crazy crazy hours like little look at all these employees like just doing whatever their boss says like and look at their boss he's like dressed in this ridiculous like streetwear like weird combination high fashion outfit and he talks like that um but yeah it's kind of weird now like because of you know the seriousness of like everything that's come to light compared to you know how they kind of downplay it in this movie
0: yeah like like i get that like taiko td was sort of the comedic relief and like the comedic backup guy in that sense and and the allegations i guess were pretty recent so i still think like i guess like when they filmed it it wasn't as serious but i think like even like during that time when they filmed it there's still a lot of like unhealthy work environments for gaming studios and and of course there's always sexism within the gaming industry just because it's dominated by so many male men white male men straight people um yeah like it's not like this is a new thing you know like 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 sexual harassments and unhealthy workplaces isn't a new thing it's not a 2021 thing like these gaming studios have been pushing their employees for a minute now and it's just the fact that we have social media that kind of like powered the movement for that and and show light to these environments that these people work in um but yeah it's a totally different story totally different issue i guess for a whole totally different episode it's just like something that like was really interesting dabbled in with this film and and talking about like how they don't go into depth with these sort of scenarios and and keep it family friendly is where i'm like that's kind of weird dude like you could have like there could have been some sort of like more empowering or like more overarching message of like workplace and envi- like workplace environment and stuff like that um but yeah it's like it was just focused on like taiko atiti's bad care like being a bad villain character um it really played on that and not to mention like taiko atiti is a fantastic actor fantastic person so that's why i think like we're just blinded by taiko atiti that we're like we're like wait a minute they're yeah. about to talk about you know the game environment and the workplace of that um but yeah and it, um speaking of Taika Waititi, we have a very very interesting <laughs> question on this so interesting <laughs> on this outline um, <laughs> So <clears throat> we know Taika Waititi. he's a, a fantastic actor, not personally, but like in the movie realm he's a very very <laughs> great actor. He's also you know director producer of many things, many fantastic things. Um, and it's it's interesting sometimes because whenever you see like directors or producers acting, they're not necessarily good. Or they're not necessarily there for like an important role, but Taiko Titi, for whatever reason, is just good at acting and is good at playing that role and playing the role he's in now. Um so like seeing him in this role, we me you know, me and you, see him, mean Sophia, see him like, oh Taiko Titi, what a pleasant surprise, right? Um But there are some actors slash directors, slash producers that are like, huh. I kinda hated that little cameo you had there, and the one that uh, Carmella specifically put on here was Lynn manuel Miranda, who played the Paragua guy in the Heights movie. Um, so her little question here on the outline is, why does Lynn manuel Miranda in any movie feel terrible compared to Taika Waititi's character in anything else? Carmella, would you like to answer that very, very <laughs> heated question that you put on here?
1: So heated. All the Hamilton fans are going to come after us. Um... You know, I think <laughs> this is a very interesting comparison because I was thinking about it and I was like, huh, why does this feel okay and like even very enjoyable? But, you know, when I just see Lin Manuel Miranda's like face in a movie, I'm like super turned off by it and I'm like annoyed. And then I feel horrible the rest of the movie. Um, I feel like it's obviously them as individual people. And our perception of them, <laughs> um, and like
0: <laughs> you say, you hate him already, Carmela. Stop being around the bush. So
1: <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is that Watch What's Down hates Lynden Miranda. Um, just kidding. I mean, I, I he is undoubtedly talented. I just don't his like style and everything about him. I am not with it like I don't agree with um but you know I at this point it's just a matter of preference right like whether you like Taiko Itt's style or like comedic like style or whatever versus Lin Manuel um but yeah I guess that was a very like neutral answer on my part I don't want to like go too hard but Josh I don't know how hard you want you want to go for this answer um but I'm curious yeah to hear your opinion
0: <laughs> it's it's interesting how me and you talk about it just cuz obviously like I think a lot of my friends are Lin-Manuel Miranda fans um and oh, really? I don't want to yeah like a good amount of them are um they loved in the heights they that. love Hamilton oh. you know stuff like that um it's like thinking about it like thinking about him the way i compare him is like he's kind of like like the friends of tv shows like a lot of people like praise live and die by friends but there's like an exterior ginormous group that like doesn't like (laughs) friends and like it's like it's like even when i think about it like friends okay like honestly like looking back in a different perspective on friends it's it's not a good not a good show in my opinion but watching it and knowing its impact on 90s sitcoms and all that i have somewhat of respect for it obviously and that's sort of like the same thing with lin-manuel miranda like objectively from far away i hate the dude just because like <laughs> he's he's like it like at this point whenever he's in these
1: <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like that's Ooh, so not objective.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but whenever he's in like when he was in the heights and when he's in certain um like, when he's in his plays and stuff like that, like, um, specifically for the End the Heights part, it felt very much like a shoehorn cameo. It felt like him, like, look at me in this movie I produced, in this movie I wrote songs about, look at me in this movie. And, and um, in that sort of case, it felt, it feels very weird. It feels very money grabby. It feels very, like, very, um, very... Like, in vanity, I guess you can say. And that's sort of why, like, I have a weird feeling about him as regards to, like, me not liking him. Again, I do respect his talent. Obviously, he's, he's obviously very talented. A respect- respectable playwright, um, director, producer, whatever else he does. Like, obviously, like, I'm not going to knock that whatsoever. It's just, like... It's just like a thing of like <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like the word moist, you know. It's like a fine word, but like a lot of people cringe it's at like it. You know, it's not, like, <laughs> it's not like it's not like it's it's not like it's a bad word. It has a good definition. It, it uses it right, but like it's just like ugh. You know, like I personally wouldn't use it. I would use a different word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's
1: it's hilarious that you just compared him to the word moist. <laughs> um, I mean, I was gonna say like in. Jumping off your um, vanity comment, yeah. Can we just talk about how he wrote, directed, produced Hamilton, and wrote himself into being the main lead character Um, when he's like clearly the least like talented singer of the group? Like he made himself like the main character. Yeah, he was when he could have cast like um, yeah, he was almost
0: (laughs) supposed to be the main character in the Heights, the film. But he went... Are yeah, you? he was actually supposed to be the main character, but they casted the, the dude that does it now. And he's like, oh... I'll the more
1: talented exactly, guy. Exactly. And I'll, t- <laughs> like, I'll, t- I'll t-
0: be the Paragua guy. Exactly. The
1: actual singer, yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll still be in the movie as the oh Paragua guy. It's just as important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this—that that is our segment. This, that is our segment of our hate on Manuel Miranda. Sorry to my friends and people that love him and respect him. I do respect him as well. It's just like... Not my cup of tea. So sorry for that little segment. (laughs) There will probably be more segments like this knowing us but (laughs) in the future. (laughs) But yeah, Carmella, do you wanna go on to the next topic?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I and I guess jumping off of what you said about um, you know, this gaming industry being very like male dominated and like very male centric. Um It was very interesting to me as a female watching this movie that it sort of painted this male fantasy where, you know, this regular nerd um, pretty much gets the pretty girl trope. Um, And like this movie, of course, didn't depict it in an overtly like toxic way or anything because it was, of course, like very family friendly but i think it was enough for me to kind of like turn my head a little and be like hmm i don't really know how i feel about this um so essentially you know the lead like or one of the leads he's a programmer he essentially programmed his feelings about this girl that he love, he's in love with into this npc played by ryan reynolds who in turn like of course has like great chemistry like with this other lead girl um because he was programmed with like these feelings and in the end she finds out and magically is in love with this guy (laughs) like all of a sudden she's like oh my god like the cliche he was right in front of me the whole time and now we're in love and this is like this is it um and it's crazy because these like feelings of love and emotions like were a very huge plot point in the movie because it was essentially what brought Ryan Reynolds' NPC character to quote-unquote life and start, like, developing an independent, like, life form and become an artificial intelligence. Um, And so, like... It's a very weird message this movie might be sending to, like, of course, young, like, boys, young males, and, like, even older males or whatever, gamers. It's very much this, like, male fantasy of, like, this guy who's just a friend gets the girl in the end if he just, like, confesses his feelings in a secret, like, quiet way or something. Um, And, like, of course, a ton of movies have this trope. And, like, this isn't, of course, the first time this happens. I just, like wanted to bring this like trope to light though of this movie just because in like the gaming industry and very much like the gaming community it's like insanely toxic towards females and like i i just feel was so uncomfortable this with this movie like being written like in this way like I don't know just knowing that just surrounding the entire community surrounding these sexual harassment allegations in the workplace it just it's too real you know it's just it's too real
0: yeah I'm sure like yeah like the sexual harassment and everything (laughs) like that that's going on with the gaming industry and then and then sort of painting this weird like here I made you this so fall in love with me kind of a thing is very much something that like feels weird when you sort of thinking about it like i, I like personally because i'm a boy too like i didn't see that you know i didn't see that like that this this nerd just essentially just like won over her by like doing the most essentially and i know i feel like a lot of people listening may be like Well, carmela's being crazy but i think it's just like <laughs> worst of all like a male perspective in my case i wouldn't have noticed i don't notice that kind of things i don't like worry about um sexual harassment in that case like obviously it does happen happen to males but the overwhelming cases are in females obviously so like talking about that i'm not gonna even talk about it just because like <laughs> i'm a male and my opinion doesn't essentially matter but like i kind of understand why in this case um it was something that sort of like hit harder than it should have like not that like sexual harassment makes these weird tropes worse it's the fact that like Mixing two wrongs within the pot is making this like ginormous fire of problems in that case, and I totally get and and you in like what you're thinking and in, in the way of like how this guy just sort of won her over really quickly when she was essentially in love with Ryan Reynolds really enough, who wasn't real, <laughs> which would have been another honestly another topic that they could have expanded on. As to, like, have AI, <laughs> yeah, I was like,
1: it's like falling in love with AI, you know?
0: I mean, yeah. uh, a movie like that did win, I think, an Oscar or something. Um, mm. You know, what I'm saying uh, her. You know, her did a really good job there. So, I don't know, could have won an Oscar. I don't know, could have won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> if you dove deep, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, in that case, like I totally understand where you're coming from, and especially when it comes to to this field of gaming, it's it's very hard to not notice it and not and and try to ignore that is is honestly insane. Just because, like <laughs> Jesus Christ what happened recently and honestly what's been happening for a minute in the gaming industry the hate towards women the misogyny towards women is insane and and i totally get in way in a way that like this affected you because like it's just so obvious and like in any capacity if you're a female gamer you experience this right away if you play things online even in if even if you're not a gamer but you work at a gaming place obviously you see that especially what's happening now um, but yeah, I totally get it. There's so many things that would hammer this home even more, even without, even without you know the fact that like the gaming industry is, is toxic in that way. I think the trope in general of someone making this thing in hopes of, for someone to love them is another really toxic way of viewing love and viewing someone trying to get a girl in that sense. Um, that they'll just like magically fall in love with you if you do something major for them, because obviously that's a lot of stalker tendencies. There's a lot of tendencies in which like you're a creep in that sense of thinking y- your your achievements will impress the girl and make them fall in love with you and it's just uh it's weird it's honestly pretty weird <laughs> um <laughs> but with that, since we're sort of you know wrapping up the movie aspect of it, is there any parts of the movie that you didn't like that you wanna improve in you know in this little corner that we call the rewriter's corner for us to? point out anything we didn't like or point out anything that we want to fix carmela is there anything you want to rewrite in this film
1: hmm i mean like the overall like experience of the movie was you know like fun and entertaining um and i think what's it called ryan reynolds himself i only know this because i watched an interview with him and one of the straight Kids members um but he from that interview I know that he feels very passionately about like the message of this movie with which is essentially um you know anyone like or anyone feel can feel like a background character of their own life and but they have like they're capable of doing so much more if they just like you know fight harder for it or something like that um so, I didn't really get that message from the movie, to be completely honest. Um, I just felt like, you know, I was watching this very crazy, like, fun movie with this, like, insane premise, um, weaved in, like, with gaming and, like, artificial intelligence. I guess I, if I were to rewrite this movie, I'd, like, hone in more on that, like, message maybe, like, I don't know how, like, I'd maybe depict, like, maybe Joe Keery could have literally been, like, a regular guy, like, he could have just been, like, this low-level programmer, he could have just been, like, insignificant, and then he, like, one day, like, does something, like, crazy, he, like, discovers something, I don't know, and then he makes this guy, this NPC or something, and he's, like, him you know he's like just a normal dude and he has to like play him or some shit like that I have no idea I'm just spitballing here but essentially I wish they like honed that message in paralleled it with the human world and like the video game world somehow we've been like Jodie Comer's character maybe she also could have been feeling very insignificant in at her point in her life or something and then like you know they have to like try and like solve something for them to achieve this great thing and then it could have been like soul where they're like you know we don't have to like do something crazy in our lives to appreciate life <laughs> like it's like the, it's all about the present and living in the moment i don't know um but yeah there you go you're welcome whoever distributed this movie <laughs> but yeah what about you do you have any you have any ideas or
0: <laughs> that's a pretty good interesting point to make as um For as regards to, like, the message of the movie, I somewhat felt it, somewhat didn't. Um, Just going off yours, I want to go off yours because it's a very good idea. Like, the fact that, like, you thought of, like, him... You thought of, like, obviously Joe Carey and Jodie Comer being, like, regular people that are lower programmers and stuff like that and um, are pretty insignificant as regards in the gaming world. It would be really cool if, like, obviously, like, it starts off with, like, Joe Carey going into like Taika Watiti's office and be like oh like I think I'm doing a good job here like I want to raise essentially like I want to be a programmer I want to be more than this blah 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 and like Taika just shut him down and like just be like what well, have you made blah 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 and like what have you done for this company and what could he be done to innovate like gaming and stuff like that um and like even before that too we could sort of see Joe Kiri's character sort of like playing with a character and sort of like programming on his own like a personal project thing um, but also still in relation to the company. And, like, after he has that little talk with Tiger T.D., like, um, the other guy could be like, oh, we need to upload the gaming now. and Like, like we, like we he goes up and be like, oh, we need to upload this now. Like, we need it now, the due date's now. And that could also, again, comment on, you know, the gaming industry and how they treat their workers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Go. So, like, oh, we need <laughs> yeah. to launch it now, launch it now. And then, like he could just talk about like his his project of how that sort of relates to the game and he'd be like oh but like project blah 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 is not ready and he's just like no whatever put that on there and that becomes that little sliver of that becomes that sliver of in which Ryan Reynolds character becomes of like being an AI that he developed on his own and um that could sort of affect like his presence in the workplace and then like We could make Taika Waititi not essentially the head of it, but someone who oversees it. So, um, for instance, if that, like, if they come by to see what's happening, because, you know, blue shirt guys doing all the rage, they could have a little talk with, like, Taika and be like, oh, what happened? How is this happening? Blah, 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 blah. And then, like essentially Joe Kiri somehow like just walks in be like oh I made it this is my creation and blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> like I did this and they're like what just a low level programmer did this yeah I did and like it becomes uh, you know a heroic story of him like standing up for himself and standing up for what he believes in and creating something that he's passionate about that makes it into the major leagues because a lot of people that make their you know passion projects there's a lot of people that make indie games that don't have um a large development group behind them for their games to be made so it's like a very very big story about you know being (laughs) an independent gamer independent maker finally getting their their chance to shine in that sense and that would make this message of being a background character becoming a main character into life and in in both senses of in the real world and in the game because i think uh apart from your scenario i think like in the movie the message kind of got lost because it was literally only ryan reynolds character that was able to sort of expand and become a better person like of course i think they like talked about it like offhandedly and made little jokes here and there um but it was never showed i think it was just like used for comedic relief again and i think like it would be cool to see other npcs start to rise up like ryan reynolds in, in the sense of like they find the sunglasses and they like oh shoot like i'm not supposed to be like this person and like they could also just like be someone that ryan reynolds sees a lot and be like wait a minute how do you have the glasses on like is your life changing and it's, like yeah i was just a background character but now i'm like this totally cool badass character um like a little yeah like i feel like it was just so focused so much on blue shirt guy it didn't really focus on the other npcs that could have rose up and became you know better people and became more than just an npc and and in that nature just pushing the message more um because i feel like i mean if you lost it i also didn't really feel that as much i feel like the message is almost lost in, in the movie in that sense um as regards with that though, like I don't have any overarching things I wanna change, not that I could think of. Um especially because like this type of movie, like if I do like wanna change the discussion on the workplace environment, discussion on, you know, game gaming and, and that industry, it's gonna turn into a to- totally different movie. It's not gonna be like yeah. it's not gonna <laughs> be like family friendly anymore. It's not gonna be, you know, um something that's for the masses. It'll start to become something that's more philosophical, more Um, socially aware um, which of course will affect you know the ratings and you know the people upstairs the studios you know i'm saying (laughs) um but i think with that (laughs) like (laughs) but i think with that though like your idea and and sort of bringing out the message more is something that i would want i would have wanted to see more because obviously like i didn't essentially feel that much like i kind of felt it but at the same time like it it felt like ryan reynolds was that that shining golden egg in this world it didn't really focus on anyone else in that sense um but yeah as regards the re-rise corner i don't have anything much to say um but with that carmela seeing that this movie is about video games and you know the electronic world in that sense how did you feel about the plethora of cameos and easter eggs of our favorite properties celebrities actors um how'd you feel about that and i think i we already commented on like the movie posters sort of copying those easter eggs copying the things that uh that inspired this movie um but how did you feel about those
1: um i was fine with them and like you know i think they were presented in a in a fun way um if i thought about it like more objectively i think i'd be a little i'd I'd say i'd felt like mildly annoyed at it just because i'm like oh like another like capitalistic agenda like you know throwing all of these easter eggs and properties at me in cameos um which it is you know undoubtedly obviously it is um but you know like the references to the video games and like you know, the cameos of, like, the streamers and stuff, it, like, made sense for the movie, I guess. I wasn't, like, upset about it. I know, or I saw some reviews online where people were, like, oh, this movie's just, like, for gamers. Like, there's too many cutbacks to, like, the cameos of streamers, and then a lot of people hate those streamers, and I'm, like, oh, okay. I, myself, am not, like, super familiar with, like, gaming streamers. Um... I recognize maybe, like, two people, but for me, I pretty much played the role of, like, probably, like, a mom that would be watching this movie. I'd be like, oh, I kind of know that guy. Cool. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, obviously, um, the, like, you know, capitalistic agenda part of me was like, "Uh, like, this sucks, Um, but also it was fine and it was fun within the movie. But, yeah, how did you feel about that?
0: Um, I actually like them. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Even though (laughs) I am an anti capitalist warrior as well. Yeah, right. What do you mean, (laughs) yeah, right? (laughs) I'm
1: just kidding. I mean, yeah, right. (laughs)
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I did love the Easter eggs and cameos. Like, I loved, like, even Chris Evans being in it, um, and sort of exercising that Marvel property and being that little comedic relief. Like, oh my God, like, that's him. Um, i did i did was like i was kind of annoyed at the lightsaber but at the same time like obviously that was gonna happen (laughs) i think i'm just annoyed at star wars in general now i don't know why but Mm. i just like star wars just gives me a bad taste in my mouth now so like maybe that's why um but it was cool in the sense of like yeah, like it the lightsaber came up and the song came up that was pretty cool um i like the references like to mega man um and and stuff like that and to those different um games and stuff like that i really love those easter eggs is really fun um as regards to like the streamers and people of gaming of the gaming industry coming into this movie um i totally get what they meant like how some people a lot of people hate those streamers like pokimane who i actually kind of like um i know a lot of people don't like her um i'm not sure if she's done anything like widely problematic but i know there's some um somewhat of scandals somewhat of things that like pertain to her that make people that rub people the wrong way um i know ninjas uh kind of hated as well just because of his popularity again i'm not sure if he does any did anything that was a scandal or anything like that that would have hurt him um jacksepticeye who i watch i don't think there's anything wrong with him i've never heard anything wrong with him i just know he uh, he's uh, more towards like the younger, audi- younger audience so i know like that may have been a problem to some people of like oh this guy's just a streamer for kids or this guy's a streamer for this sort of age group i don't know if like that's something that would have made people mad um but yeah i totally get like in which like those people hated those streamers and like probably hated to see in the movie um but yeah i kind of enjoyed it i don't know i kind of liked it it was fun um easter eggs are fun in my side um obviously a <laughs> totally different um perspective on your end Carmilla. obviously but you know you know, I I have fun sometimes. I know about you over there. Being I, have fun mad. I have some. I have fun sometimes. I enjoy <laughs> pop culture at times. You know, um. But but yeah, yeah. Uh, know about you over there? I'm a little mad over just there? sheep. A little, a little mad. <laughs> sheep.
1: <laughs> You're just
0: sheep. Capitalist pig over there. How dare you? <laughs> and I guess with that and the idea of this movie, we have someone like blue shirt guy become an ai essentially and he was an ai programmed into this game um which again is another avenue they could have gone into and and totally changed this movie but how do you feel about ais how do you feel about the future of ais how do you feel of like the robotic future and essentially like human clones in the sense of like technology how do you feel about that um and are you afraid at all are you scared of the future at all
1: (laughs) are you afraid at all and that tells me that you're so scared i
0: I haven't said my opinion i'm I'm just saying kind of weird kind of scary
1: that question alone just (laughs) gave it away um yeah so i feel uh you know i'm i'm not too deep into like the latest like development of developments of ai like um recently or anything but the general idea um I think I'm okay with it I think it's very interesting and of course like I don't know if it's like just superhuman of me to only think of it like in context of myself so like say AI is developed I'm only thinking of like oh what does that mean for like my meaning of life, you know? Does my meaning of life differ from, like, an AI's meaning of life? Or, like, whose is right? It's, like, is it the same? I don't know. Um, Very, like, deep philosophical existential questions may arise um, with the advent of AI, but I think it's fun. I think it's very interesting. Um, In terms of, like, future usage and, like, actual, like, could I see us as a society actually using ai for like good reasons no i don't see us doing that at all (laughs) i have little to no faith in humanity currently um i feel like if ai is developed and like successfully developed i think it'll be exploited insanely obviously for money um for like sexual reasons too for like you know and like it, the last priority would basically be to help like people who aren't maybe in need of like some type of artificial intelligence assistance. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I think it's a very interesting premise. Of course, like it's something that could be really fucking scary. <laughs> um, Honestly, if the, like, artificial intelligent robots come after us and kill us, I would, like, gladly either join them or just accept my fate because, like, I don't know. I don't see a point (laughs) in fighting back because, I don't know, it's like we made these things, they, like, develop their own life form and, like, obviously I would want peace and, like, coexistence, but if they, like, rose up and, like, wanted to kill us i'd be like i get it you know like i totally get <laughs> i feel it. you man i feel
0: you i feel you that was crazy
1: i feel the same way I'm just kidding um but yeah what are your thoughts on artificial intelligence
0: um so obviously very scary and i think a lot of aspects of artificial <laughs> intelligence are being used right now like obviously like google and their ads and and the ability to realize what we're looking at and then um you know, sort of targeting in a way of like ads and targeting in the way of like things that we wanna buy things we like, and then presenting them in a ad of instagram, twitter whatever that's essentially almost like what that sort of technology kind of does already like the fact that like they could hear us talk about something and then send us a jillion ads of it is very very already kind of weird to me, like even like thinking about that like that's so crazy that like that's the technology that we have now is that like Anything could be listening to me and feeding it to some sort of company corporation just to advertise in front of my face and try to make me buy something. Um, already crazy, already uh, exploitative nature of things, obviously. Um, but as regards to like actual AIs, actual like robots, androids, like we have like Michaela, who's that like influencer that's not really real, which is kind of weird. Um, we have that robot. I forgot her name. Uh, it's a girl robot. She's scary sometimes. Um, <laughs> I forgot what her name is, but yeah, I
1: I, yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Talking. I don't know. I don't, her name don't know her name either. Yeah. We have
0: her. Um, we have things like Siri, Alexa, and stuff like that. Um, it is. It is kind of scary, kind of crazy to think about, because like obviously, like my head goes to like iRobot and what happens then and obviously like that that may not be you know the end game of it obviously but it's just something that like a lot of us think about like okay like if they do become AIs they're gonna start thinking like us in the way of like who has more power and who like controls that power and in that case like they're obviously gonna try and attack and do like a giant enormous civil war I just think like a lot of the times especially in movies obviously and in other cases like when it comes to ai and those sort of android things like we don't we are not safe about them. we're not like we're not thinking things through we're just like send them out now yeah it's good to go like we're just, oh, yeah we'll start to think for itself that's fine i mean what else, what's wrong with that like it becomes something that like like we are just so gung ho about that we don't think of the repercussions of things. That's not even like about AIs or Androids either. It's that's about everything. We don't think about the repercussions of certain things, uh, like of anything <laughs> sometimes. So like, just thinking about something as major as AIs and androids, that's something that like obviously we would not think about. Um, and of course we have. Oh no, yeah, you. No god.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. I-, I was gonna say like yeah, you touched upon like, of course this like it's a like, it's an ethical thing at that point because like yeah we like you said we just like push out whatever for you know money reasons and like power reasons but we don't like think about the effect on humanity or the effect on like whatever like what it means for our existence all of this like very like important stuff um and I was gonna say like this is the stuff people have been writing about for like a while since the advent of like technology you know this is like plot points for science fiction novels and like it's just a mirror. It's just a black mirror. Um Whoa, literally. Yeah.
0: black mirror the <laughs> show.
1: But yeah, it's just like a mirror of like uh to ourselves and like to what like we are obviously like creating and like the consequences of that. Whatever you're saying. I'm
0: sorry to interrupt <laughs> you. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like the like obviously the nature of existing being an artificial intelligent in that case and then like comparatively to a human it's gonna really jumble up that sort of thinking and philosophy of lifestyles and how people live their lives and what they essentially try and do day to day and how they sort of become relevant in life it's really weird it's a lot of things that like have to do with with personal thought personal emotion and obviously personal mental health like obviously that's going to affect a lot of people and and of course if any if like if we found out the ai technology slash robot technology tomorrow they would be gone like it'd be already sent out regardless of how we feel about them regardless of like what it does emotionally mentally they're done they're out there it's already too late Uh, like i think like (laughs) it's because we are just so oblivious (laughs) we're so yeah we're so oblivious and destructive in that sense that like we don't even care about like what people think they just want to make that quick buck, make that like technologic ambas- advancement and stuff like that. Um, not to mention too, we have like robot security guards in grocery stores that just sort of like go around the grocery <laughs> store and just sort of like watch and stuff, I guess. I don't even know what they do. They just sort of like, glide and just look at people and they're probably racist too somehow. <laughs> um, but we already have those like sort of bots that do that. It's just a uh, interesting future and like obviously like It's eventually gonna come, you know. Like honestly, it's eventually going to happen. Um, Will I? It's happening already. Exactly. Will I embrace it? Probably not. I'd be kind of (laughs) scared. I don't think I'd really welcome it. It'd be very (laughs) weird. Uh, um, But I get yeah. Just with that, it's just like that sort of future is always scary to everyone. Just because like we don't know how AIs are gonna act. We see movies and and TV shows that that display this display the bad parts of it negative parts of it um and and a lot of movies also just like show just a ai robotic android world where there are no humans blade runner cyberpunk and like all those sort of things like just show that like humans are irrelevant when it comes to technology like once that happens like we're just we're just flesh of meat like we don't even need to be here anymore because obviously the ai's are going to control everything so yeah it's just a weird future it's a weird thing to look at and like obviously like in our case in america's case specifically we're not gonna be the smartest about it obviously um but yeah um on to a different subject to a (laughs) a less fearing future (laughs) to line up the mood a little bit carmella if you're an npc (laughs) In a game, what, what would you play? It's uh-huh. light it up, be positive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it got so blue. So
0: and then I was like, so Carmella, <laughs> it's your turn. Time for you. So
1: Josh, um yeah, like <laughs> Okay, so if I were an NPC in a game, what role would I play? Okay, so I mean obviously it depend on the game, like if it was Skyrim or like whatever, but let's just say it was, you know, free guys world, um, which is the normal world. <laughs> hey, I don't wanna do this world though, this is like the normal world. <laughs> Like I could just be what what I am right now. Like what the fuck?
0: I guess you could pick. Okay. I guess okay. you could pick sort of a genre game if you wanted. If you want to like, go in depth more, because obviously, like, yeah, you could just. I <laughs> you know. You just pick GTA and be be a designer in GTA. You know, like. Yeah. I'll so just obviously, be, I could be a stripper. <laughs> I don't know. Like. So if you want to, I could sp- be a stripper right now. Like. If you have a genre of game you want to talk about or anything like that, of course, bring it up and then just sort of expand on what you'd want to be an NPC of it and why.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, my first thought was of when I like wrote this question was of Skyrim just because like the NPCs are notoriously like vengeful (laughs) because like if you have ever played Skyrim or like the Elder Scrolls game, if you like enter a town and like just straight up murder someone there, like that NPC will no longer be in the game and the town will like retaliate against you they will like put a bounty on your head right, and yeah. they
0: will like try to and, kill you and every time the cops are just approach. invincible the cops are invincible and unlimited yeah. like, they just come after you like and you never they never stop they, they never sleep they don't sleep they just keep attacking
1: they, you they don't they don't they just know you're there if you're just like f- like 50 feet from the town like um but anyways, uh, if I was an NPC in that town, yeah, I'd be totally chill, being like, you know, a humble, <laughs> a humble housewife, living with her husband who is a um, blacksmith. And then I just see the main character, you know, smith something, smith something. What's the term? <laughs> makes some armor, <laughs> make some armor. Sometimes, you know, would you say
0: Smithson? Would you? What would you uh, call it? smith something. <laughs> a blacksmith? Oh, no. <laughs> a blacksmith girl? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the verb is. A Smithsonian?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do blacksmiths do? Use it as a do sentence. exactly
0: what you said. The blacksmiths What black do they, do? Swords, they do they smith? they
1: what do they do what's the term it's
0: a blacksmith they they make
1: no like what <laughs> the burger
0: oh the verb of
1: <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. of crafting
0: swords maybe
1: crafting I don't there know. you go <laughs> there you go there you go um yeah i'd be totally chill being a vengeful like you know housewife you know come out feed the chickens you know see the npc kill my husband start yelling chase after them <laughs> like i don't know you, then,
0: you'll you know, have like those like delightful. um repetitive lines of like oh the is <laughs> yeah. here and like every time they pass by you oh the hero's yeah.
1: here <laughs> but yeah what about you i i feel like i know what game you'll choose but oh i want to hear I'll, it anyway. no tell
0: me your prediction tell me your prediction i don't know what you think i'm gonna say
1: i mean your favorite game right now is it probably with an npc was cyberpunk right uh uh-huh,
0: sure sure yeah we'll say that
1: is that right is that the one you're I, gonna choose
0: no that's not what i'm gonna choose
1: oh really i well, i don't know if what's it called valorant has NPCs. no no
0: they don't have NPCs. okay i was like i don't think that game <laughs> has npcs that's why i didn't choose it but okay never mind i was wrong i, I guess you're kind of not wrong i wouldn't say like cyberpunk specifically but i would say some sort of rpg obviously um and I think like I, it's just really funny to me thinking about this because like if I was an FPC in RPG, I would really w- I would want to be that guy like before a really really hard mission, and I'd say my lines before the the hero goes off and does the mission. And since it's incredibly hard, they would have to hear my voice like so many times to beat the mission. Oh. So it'd be so funny to be like, yeah, I get it. I have it's to annoying. kill the dragon. Get the egg. Come back. And I'd be like that dude. That they, they always have to talk to They get mad, and they probably would want to kill me at least five times. At like every time. yeah, every time they they yeah. <laughs> eventually don't beat. They beat that mission. They just start killing me, slashing me up, and I can't die because I need to tell them the mission. So obviously, like I'm just invincible. Um, there's also like yeah, there's also a very funny NPC in Oblivion, uh, the game before Skyrim. Um, there's like a like a battleground, like a battle arena that you could that you could. Uh, face in and beat everyone in and like when you beat everyone there's this there's this fan that follows you around essentially um oh, that's funny. It isn't he doesn't follow you around he doesn't follow you around but when he get into town he like somehow appears to you and he like essentially praises you and goes like by azura it's the champion of the battle blah 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 <laughs> and that's all he says and it's so funny <laughs> and that's like that's also an npc i want to be is just someone that annoys the yeah. character i want to be someone that just annoys the main character and it'd be- just annoying. i know i just want to be annoying to people <laughs> essentially whatever npc does that i want to be that npc um just because it's hilarious and i'll be f- memorable as obviously because they'd be like oh that that's annoying true. guy that keeps talking to me <laughs> that keeps telling me my quest mission and all that would be very very funny to be that sort of character just because i like to be annoying and it'd be really fun to have like you know you can see the videos on me yeah, of like of the right. games like oh this guy this is how you get this <laughs> guy, this is how you kill him mm. blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but with that this has been our episode on the new movie free guy um a pretty fun film pretty family-friendly film obviously it's gonna have its faults um but you know be like that movie don't always be the npc of your life be the main character of your life grab life (laughs) by the horns you know gain control of your life be the main i already said that be the main character of your life (laughs) but yeah uh, it's a pretty good message you're npc repeating (laughs) lines oh yeah exactly yeah (laughs) but yeah so with that thank you all for listening everybody my name is Josh Landicho, and you could follow me on Instagram at TheSpaceWolf.
1: And I'm Carmella and you can follow me at
0: O. And you can follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. And if any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, or anything of that nature, that'd help us out a lot. Even on Instagram, liking and commenting us help us out a lot with the algorithm and all that. Um, and if you already do that, we appreciate you. Um, But along with that we also have a program On Anchor called Listener Supporter Which lets you subscribe at any dollar amount Only if you're able to obviously But that would help us out a lot as well Um, But with that Thank you all for listening everybody And keep on watching For NPCs And stop being an NPC And be a main character In your game of life (laughs) <laughs> mhm. That's what I said, right? Oh, <laughs> well, you don't like it? Why are you laughing? Okay. <laughs> you like it? <laughs> That's actually a pretty good one. We've it. been doing battles. That's pretty good Great
1: one. <laughs> <advice>. <laughs> <laughs>